It has been a little bit, mm-hmm. but we have reached the end of Alex Ferrance's The Yakuza series. We have. We're finally at the end of the road here. This is it. Yep. It's all that's left. I know. Until we play the new game, and then we'll, we'll both be experiencing it. So yeah, won't it, just be you. It no longer becomes Alex Ferrance's Yakuza series. It becomes just a regular episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Amateur Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode 247, and it's time for Al to experience judgment. Judgment. We are going to <laughs> we're going to lay judgment on Al here today. I don't want to be judged. That's that's just what happens. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Rip. Ripperoni. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the last time we experienced something was back in the beginning of July. Jesus, has it really been that long? It's been that long. Wow. I mean we we kind of like took a little bit of like breaks here and there because I think, you know, going through seven yakuza games in a span of six months is a lot yeah and also other games finally came out good lord did and they. other stuff came out i'm drowning please help me so we had some other stuff that kind of showed up on the docket in between this and also we had to finish this up before the sequel comes out next week or i guess in a couple of days when this comes out yep so yeah we uh we started off by playing it a little bit here and there and then like we rushed to the end of it essentially yep Yep. So that was a little interesting way to play it. So we kind of missed out on some of like the side content here and there, but I mean, you got the the main story, which is kind of what you need mm-hmm. in order to go into the sequel and all that sort of stuff. And some of the side content. Yes. Um, really, not much has changed since we last talked about this this game back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out with a remaster of it for like PS5 and the new Xbox. Which like ups the frame rate and all that sort of stuff and just looks a little bit better here and there. So like that's a new thing that's available. But I believe like other than that, that's kind of it. Also, they're making a sequel. Yes. Those are the two real only things that are <laughs> that are new here in terms of like new information when it comes to this here video game. Mm-hmm. I guess Sega did say back in June of this year. That the game had topped 1 million units sold. Oh, wow. Which is pretty good for a Yakuza spinoff. Yeah, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. I'm trying to see if this is... I can't tell if this is for... Okay, so apparently in Japan, mm-hmm. when it came out, Judgment was the most successful release for a new IP on the... PS4, Xbox One, Switch, generation of consoles until that record was broken by Death Stranding. Ugh. But still, like, that's, again... Not bad. Not bad. For a Yakuza sequel, or a spinoff. Spinoff. So, yeah. We have talked about this the story at length, or at least mm-hmm. I tried to relay it to you, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. And then you retained none of it, so you got to see all those cool spin or spins twists and turns and then you spun around like a record baby and right, then round, you were like round, whoa 
ski wo. Wo ski wo. Wo ski wo. When you hit, you got hit by all those twists and turns. Oh, I mean, it was crazy. Yes. Absolutely so all that. bonkers. A lot of them I was very much not expecting. True and true. Um, I suppose we do have a, a, a bit of an update on our on one thing, one legal matter that came with this game. Is this the Coke? This is cocaine related, of course. Cocaine and cocaine accessories. Yeah. So if I guess if you did not listen to our last episode on this or if you were unaware, um, there was a Japanese actor by the name of Pierre Taki who was supposed to play Hamura in Judgment. Before, I think right after the game came out, he was arrested on suspicion of cocaine use. And then they pulled sales of Judgment in Japan. And Sega basically replaced him in the game with like a not real person looking character model and a new voice actor. Uh, later on, they sentenced him to 18 months in prison and three years of, of probationary suspension, I guess, for cocaine use. So he was pulled from this game, and also he was pulled from being Olaf and Frozen. So that means he was meant he was pulled out of Kingdom Hearts three as well. Oh shoot! Rip. So there's that. I'm sure, that was a a pretty devastating loss of a paycheck. Yep. Oof. And also, he had to go to jail for a year and a half. Yeah, I mean that also sucks. <laughs> I guess I should have considered that as also a bad thing. True. But also, apparently, he still gets work, so... Good for him. He's in a movie that came out either this year or is coming out later this year, so... Unless that came out... Or that was filmed before he went to jail and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. But, yeah, most of the stuff is pretty much the same in terms of what we have talked about before. But now you have experienced the judgment. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna we're gonna talk about Al, you experiencing the judgment. The judgment. Uh, I'm gonna ask you one question first off. What's a better name, judgment or judge eyes? Uh, I feel like, given the game itself and what happens, I think judge eyes is a better name mm-hmm. for for what goes on. Um, I like Judgment because it's also a tie-in to the song Judgment from Yakuza Zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think that Judgment makes more sense to a Western audience, but I personally like Judge Eyes better. Yeah, I mean they also like they changed it for both releases with Lost Judgment. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing that's different in Lost Japan Judge is, Eyes. Yeah, it's like that the the game over there has a subtitle. Mm-hmm. But here it does not. But yeah, they basically kind of just merged everything together. So is it for... Lost Judgment Judge Eyes there? It is Lost Judgment Unjudged Memories. Unjudged Memories. Yeah. So like <laughs> the game in Japan was also Judge Eyes Wills of Death. That's pretty freaking cool. Why yeah. did we get that? Because they, they just went with Judgment. <laughs> Yo, if they had done Judgment, whatever you just said of death, like that would have been really cool that would have mm-hmm. ruled but this is the thing where like a lot of the, the yakuza game subtitles we lose they also over get here subtitles, as well yeah, yeah. unfortunately mm-hmm. terrible which way do you like 
I mean, I'm partial to Judge Eyes because it sounds goofy and weird, but also, like, it makes sense in the context of the game. Yeah. But Judgment makes sense, like you said, from a Western audience. Like, you, if you call a game Judge Eyes, it's going to be, you're going to be like, huh? Huh? To a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I probably would have been like that, except for, like, now that we've played it. I'm like, oh, I mm -hmm. get it. Oh. But yeah, it would have been a little confusing. But I, I do, after us finishing it, I like that better. But I definitely understand why they went with Judgment. Yeah. Uh, of course, this was the first game that had uh, an English dub in the mm -hmm. Yakuza series since the first Yakuza game. Wild. Um, which we played through the English dub because that is how I played this game originally. And it's very good. It is very good, yes. You are 100% correct. Holy moly, it's good. Mm-hmm. Everyone does a really good job in this. Um, like, hats off, Greg Chun. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Man. I mean, hats off, everybody. You all did a great job. I still can't get over the fact that Shay's in and something like Well, apparently she's only in the second game. Oh. She replaced the original voice actress in this one. Okay, that sense because i was sense. also like because i see i was looking in the credits i was like wait a minute was i wrong and then i just looked <laughs> it up on here it's like no she replaces and i was like oh okay uh, uh, well that makes more sense then mm -hmm. well i guess we will hear it then in a week less than a few days yes anyway i had to pre-order that game at some point and there's in here there's what gavin is in here oh yes from like uh, that one game that we we're not going to name. We're not going to name it. No, nope, <laughs> nope. it doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Um, but it it, it featured one bird cop, mm -hmm. who is now a baby lawyer. Small small lawyer. And he sounds just like Gavin. He uses his Gavin voice a hundred percent here. Mm. Anyway, the dub is super good. Yes. I agree. Um, how did you feel about... Because you've now seen all the Yakuza games prior yeah. to this. How yeah. did you feel about the way this game is like, you know, set in that universe, but obviously just a very different story? And just like how it kind of like coexists, but also is its own thing in this universe with the other Yakuza games? I think it's actually really cool because... I mean, obviously, like the Yakuza and organized crime and all is is a pretty big deal, and and there's still a lot of this involved here. Um, but it shows the like, different sides of like what's going on in Camarocho and what are the people doing and what you know what what's really happening here besides like what what we're so used to being the center of attention. Um. I really, really liked that. It, it made everything feel way more alive. Like, Yakuza already does a pretty good job of, like, making everything feel like these are these are people who actually have things going on, even if they're stupid things. Um, like, th people exist and do stupid side quests outside of just, like, whoever main character you're playing as. Um, but this takes it to a different level in the sense of, like, 
you know, there's there's definitely stuff going on that has nothing to do with like Tojo at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it just really was a great way that they built on a universe that they had really built up through the other games. Yeah, and like it's an easy kind of just like transition to go from one kind of crime drama to another kind of crime drama. Correct. Yes. Yes. You're not wrong. Because it's not that much of a leap in logic to go from just, you know, action crime drama to detective crime drama or, like, noir-style crime drama, essentially. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, one of the things, like, just coming back to this game and playing through it again is just, like, it's such a smart idea to just make other things in this universe that you've already well made, like, created a well-established universe through seven games prior to this game coming out and now, you know, another game and this as well mm-hmm. to where like it's so easy to just be like okay well we don't need these sets of characters to tell this kind of story we can create this other set of characters to do this kind of story and also if like we wanted to do other stuff in this universe that we have like the the ways to do that now like we have the possibility the possibilities are like endless now to where like you can tell any kind of story you can in this universe whether you set it in Kamurocho or you go to any of the other various locales that the Yakuza series have have gone to like mm-hmm. you know which is essentially what they're doing in the sequel where you're going to Yokohama now which mm-hmm. is the setting of Yakuza 7 and everything but like it's just an easy way to do that and also to it's an easy way to mask the use of reutilizing assets correct which is a smart way to do that where you're just like, oh, yes, we're just telling a different story in this place, but also just, we're just going to reuse the stuff because that's just easier on us. Yeah, no, it, it makes a lot of sense. It makes mm-hmm. a whole lot of sense. Um, I do also like that, like, there are some, like, here and there references to Yakuza, but there's no, like, oh, look, here's a cameo type thing, you know? Right. Like, no, we're not involved with those characters at all. This is a completely different thing, and, and I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Would have been weird if there's like, oh look, there's Majima. Yeah, like Majima you, you kind of have to, you kind of have to separate the, like these two se- like series in a way to make it so you're not just intermingling everything together or having fans expect that. I mean, yeah, the Seven kind of is that is that if you want it. Yeah. Whereas and, and like, I think Yakuza Seven it works though because mm-hmm. you're you're still in the same kind of drama. Yeah. And like you said, this is a completely different genre of drama. So, like... Drama genre. Genre drama. You don't cross the streams, you know? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Judgment. We played this, like you said, or like I said, over the course of, like, two months. So, mm-hmm. it's been... um For us playing through it, but... uh. How how is your your experience going through this game? Because obviously this is the combat game now in terms of mm-hmm. how this the overall series is now, where the Yakuza series is now the JRPG series, which is a weird thing to say still. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, what was your uh, initial like? What did you what did you think of the story and everything? Like, what did you think of Yagami as a character and all that sort of stuff? I really like Yagami. I, I'm concerned about what's going to happen with me in the future because of like all the weird shenanigans that have been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I guess for people unaware, there are 
contract disputes, I guess is the easiest way to, to say it, between his agency and Sega to where people mm-hmm. are unsure if like he was gonna, he's going to come back for any more games or not. So it makes it very curious about what they will do with that character in Lost Judgment. Mm-hmm. So that's all up in the air. But yeah, go ahead and continue. I'm going to make a strange comparison here. Okay. I feel like some of what Yagami's got going on here is kind of like Hobo Phoenix. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, like, something bad happened and kind of has to step away from it. But he's still, like, in a shady way, really participating, even if he do- if he's saying he's not. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, like, He's he's a really cool dude. I like him a lot. I like I like his uh his his little little, little pal bro hey I, what's the word I'm looking for? Pal bro. Pal bro. Um his his uh his relationship in general with Kaito is great. Mm-hmm. Uh like they're they're their riffs on each other and their dialogue together is just like really, really, really well done. Yeah. Um, and I do think that something that's, that's interesting about Yagami is that he really does come across as somebody who like has some trauma, understandably. Um, and like a lot of that trauma is just guilt based. Um, but his reaction is generally like, well, time to shut down. Do, 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 do. None of this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I, I, I've mentioned this before with Yakuza. It's really, really nice to be able to play as like girl adults. Yeah. It's really, really good. Because um, like he is solidly in his 30s, I think. That sounds about right. And yeah, you know, he he's got his. He needs a freaking bed. <laughs> Good lord, does he need a bed? Um, but his little thing, and he's he's got this detective agency that he's he's proud of and feels like he can do something with it. Um, and I, I think that that's a a neat thing that like he's had so much to struggle with with. His experience as a lawyer, and so this is his way of kind of navigating and helping mm-hmm. without actually being a participant. Again, circling back to my hobo phoenix. Yeah. Um, which I mean, they're obvious, very obvious Ace Attorney references in this at times. Very. Um. So I think that that's a, a natural connection to make with Hobo Phoenix, but um, yeah, he he's he's a cool dude. He has a very flat butt, but he's a cool dude. Got that wallet chain. God, that wallet chain. That's like the first thing I noticed. I'm like, what is that, dude? What are you doing? It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, and, and I mentioned it earlier, uh, Greg Chun does a fantastic job, mm-hmm. 
Like he's definitely able to pull off like everything from the like silly snarky conversations he has with Kaito to like very, very serious traumatic moments. It's awesome. Yeah. Very, very. Um, so I'm, in- I'm interested to see what they do, especially again, given the fact that it's like, Ooh, they actually going to still have him do things after this or what are we going to do? And like one of the questions that I asked you is that um, they revealed that there's going to be DLC for the new one. And part of that DLC is Kaito. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are they setting Kaito up as the new pro tag? But I guess we'll all find out after we play right. the game. I feel like it'd be weird to like announce that early and that'd be like the the twist. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean But who knows? Who knows? But I am glad that we get to play as Kaito at one point because Kaito is a good boy. And I feel like it needs to be said. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. Um, even though he has the most hideous shirt. God, it's hideous. <laughs> you can't be a Yakuza like person who looks like a Yakuza person without having just a wild shirt. It's so shiny. Yeah. It's so shiny. And he's just like, let me just have my my big old man boobs out. Grr. I am tough boy. He is a tough boy. He is a tough boy. Um He's also a good boy. I don't actually know where I'm going with any of this. I'm just talking at this point. Hey, that's what we're here for. We're just chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. But I do really like Kaito. Having a little chitty chat. Little chitty um, chat. So obviously you didn't play the game. I did not. Did you? What did you think of some of like the new uh, like investigation additions? I like that you can find kitties. Yes. Um. I, I think that the tailing goes on too long. I agree. Um, and it's <laughs> I think not, most people will agree with that. Yeah, it's not very well implemented in terms of how you can hide. Although I did find it very funny sometimes that you're just like, oh, wow, look at this wall. Look at this wall. I, I mm, Yeah, wow. And they're just, all right, I'm moving on. None the wiser. Um, so that, that was definitely something that needed improving and I think you said did improve seems like it which is good because that was not great um I was fine with the investigations mm-hmm. um especially like I said the kitties were fun um and that includes I guess the drones like you do some drone investigations mm-hmm. it's fine and I, I didn't hate it um, I'm trying to think of what other mechanics were there. Uh, chase sequences were returned mm-hmm. in like more of a major way than they had been. I think in Yakuza Six, so it was more of a return to like that three through five style. But they kind of just existed here. I mean, you get to chase that that man's wig a lot. I did get to chase that man's wig a lot. Um, and then the there was like the other things of like you know you have to present the right evidence at times ask the right like questions or answer the right answers at times so you can get those, I did like, like SP I, I did like that yeah yeah to make it a little bit more like oh this is an investigation game mm. although it was funny at points because it was uh 
it, it would like default to like the stupidest answer and we're just like oh yeah let's answer that mm-hmm. it's like i'm trying to remember exactly what the the one question was but it's like yeah um what's going on here and you're just like how about bullets let's do bullets it was really really funny because <laughs> it made zero sense as an answer yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic mm-hmm. um but th- yeah that was good um Are there any others that I'm missing? Not at the top of my head. But we would have done more like tailing stuff if we had gone more into like side missions. Yeah. Because that's where like they really pushed a lot of that. Ugh. So. Kind of looked out in that aspect. Yeah. But yeah. Um, how did you think of, or what did you think of like the friendship mechanic? Ah, that feel with no GF. Yes, that feel with no GF. <laughs> we had no GF. No GF. Um, I mean, again, it it was a nice way to like make it feel more alive and less like an isolated story. Right. Um, because you could like go and talk to all these random people, including like your landlady, and she yells at you to pay your rent. And you're like. Mm-hmm. Mm, how about no um a lot <laughs> but um and there was the, the like the one booby lady that was an awkward hostess that we're like trying to find somebody for mm-hmm. that the, the panty people I think all of them were interesting um and, and it really even though like we weren't serving as a detective for all those people it felt more detective-y because we're actually like getting to know some of these people which would help in that kind of profession if that makes sense yeah i i like that fine um we didn't we didn't get a girlfriend um because for one it was a lot of work and man that's sad that i'm just like oh man it's a lot of work to get a girlfriend <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but weren't they all just like significantly younger than him? Yeah. So that was also a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably have to do that in the sequel, though. Yeah, because there's a girlfriend boost in the in the sequel. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to find the one that's least weird. We'll probably do all of them. So all we're gonna get all the girlfriends. That face went all girlfriend, all GFs. <laughs> That feel with all GFs. Oh, man. Crazy. Except for the one that, like, I actually would be interested in us dating. I don't think we could date. Probably not. Rip. Even though canonically it makes the most sense. Yep. Um. So, yeah, there's all that sort of stuff. And then a lot of, like, the side quests kind of tie into that because they're just, like, subcases, essentially. It's not, like, just random going out in the street and running into someone like oh here's our side quest like some of them are like that but a lot of them are just like hey people are coming to you with your problems and you know you're doing detective work right you are a detective and a lot of like the later ones kind of get locked behind oh you need to progress through the story enough you need to have this many friends and that's how you unlock some like the later ones here and there and a lot of those like come from either like your office you can go to the Genda law office get some or you can go to bartender and get some so you can get 
jobs from various places and at least they pay a lot of money Mm -hmm. which is good good who doesn't love money 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 secret money (laughs) (laughs) thank you you are welcome amazing um so yeah i think like the only other thing to really dive into here that is important is the actual story yes which we played through all that you got to watch a lot of twists and turns here and there and you were just astounded at a lot of them yo some of them like were crazy Mm -hmm. and i just was not expecting them so tell me how you felt about the story I mean, generally, I thought it was very good. Um, I think that some of it was a little, like, long-winded. Some mm-hmm. of it was. But I think that it ended up tying in together in a way that I was really, really satisfied. A lot of the twists I did not see coming. And I'm sure that, like, if I re- – well, if you replayed it and I watched, now – that I would like pick up hints here and there, like the ones that you were telling me about with the the um like next chapter type things yeah. for the intro. Or even just like subtle nods or whatever. But there were a lot that I was like, whoa, I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um which is I mean it's intense. There were a lot of intense ones. I mean you got to experience it live. So you got to hear me screech mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but I think it, it really did a good job. Um, and I, I think that the cool thing about it is that it initially started off and it felt more like, oh, this is going to be more like Yakuza stuff, like Turf War. Oh, no, these Yakuza dudes keep dying. And then it just turned into something entirely different. Mm-hmm. Like it's a turf war murder mystery, and then it just blows up in a way that you're just like, "Oh, this is way more than that." Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really cool that I was expecting like, "Oh, this is gonna be like us solving some some yakuza stuff in the background, interesting like turf war stuff." But it's like, no, you think it's that, but it's not that at all. Right. Like, all right. All right. I'm into that. Um. That was pretty dang cool. And again, like unexpected. Right. And I think it's interesting as well, like that they keep some of those twists all the way up to like the end of the game. The very end. It's crazy. Which is a, which is a wild thing to do. Mm-hmm. Cause like you really have to bank on like, Oh, this really has to hit. Or if it doesn't, that's going to really sour the experience at the end of the game. Yep. Man. I mean, some of them are just, like, crazy, crazy well done. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's dive into some of those twists, because I think that's kind of the main point of the the game. Okay. Because um, if you want to listen to, like, the, the entirety of the story, go back and listen to the other episode where we did all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the first one that comes to mind of you really being just left in awe is the reveal of the mole. Yo! Yo, 
threw me off, man. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. Like, at all. I should have coming. Why did I not see it coming? Because it's Matt Mercer, and he why would he voice a bad guy? Why would he voice a bad guy? And he's a he's just a cop. He's just you know he wants to get the job done. See, that's how I should have known he was a bad guy. <laughs> I mean, I I knew he was a shady dude because mm-hmm. he just came across as like an asshole the whole time. Right. But I didn't realize he was that shady. Yeah. Like he just sucked. Obviously, he was a bad dude. Because I know, like, like Hamra says who it is, and you're like, wait, who is that? And I was like, oh, that's Matt Mercer's character. And you're like, wait, no, you're joking. Tell me you're joking. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I'm telling you the truth here. I'm really, really bad with names. No, so, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they dropped the name, and I was like, who? Do I know this person? They, it was Matt Mercer all along. And then you were telling me about, like, the nods, like, they're like, oh yeah, this is this is this is a little hint there. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. that's so crazy. But yeah, I did not, I did not see that one coming, and I still don't really know how to handle that information. Like, yo, he was a bad dude. Yep. It was really good. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm sure that you were a little like, uh, what I was just like, who's that? I mean, I know, I know you, so like, I understand the the name thing. So it's yeah. like, all right, well, I can I can connect this to you into a way that'll make it make sense. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, Wah! yeah, it took me a bit to to actually accept that that was the truth. I thought you were f-ing with me. No, I know. <laughs> No, he he turned out to just be a super bad dude. Yep. Who like murdered people and enjoyed doing terrible things. But I think Matt Mercer does a good job of just making that character once like the twist happens, like just making him feel even more just slimy and just yeah. terrible. So yeah. that was that was real good. Yeah, he did um, a great job. What else is there? Uh we get the big reveal that all like everyone's just behind AD9 wanting to succeed yep. from just government officials to the prosecution. And you're just like, oh, this is very bad, man. When, when we're in the like weird love hotel and the one guy's just like, mm, you know, I think we'll just let everything go. That's fine. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And like little nerdy Shono dude is back there, like, I'm like, oh, you, you, you butthole. It's you. You're the reason. Yep. I mean, we could even consider it a twist that like butt cheeks out man returned. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect uh, to see him here. He's yet, always here around. He he just finds abandoned buildings with bathtubs and is like, you know what? This seems like a good place for me to hang out with my butt cheeks out. As you do. Yeah, as you do. And he does it. And we keep running into him. 
poor man. We shocked him. We did. He's going to have to find a new weird place to hang out in. He is. He's going to find another abandoned building to, to be ass out. Um, what other twists do we have? Uh, Sugiera being Emi Terasawa's brother. Yeah. I, I didn't expect that one either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how young we saw Oh. Oh, I guess, yeah, it would have been you. I didn't recognize you. Sorry, dude. <laughs> He just seems like so like nonplussed by it. Yeah. <laughs> like at this point, Yagami will believe anything. So much has happened. Mm-hmm. Um I knew something was up with him at one point because when we were in the arcade with the the undie pants man. Yeah, when when they're interrogating uh Keto. Um he, he says something about uh, Emmy and he just like loses his mind and yeah. like pulls out a weapon and is like, "Yo, <laughs> like, what about innocent people?" I'm like, "Um, you seem very, very interested." Unnerved. In yes, like something, something hit a nerve on you, buddy. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was trying to remember at that point. I was like, "What was his motivation for joining us anyway?" I don't remember. And then, like, when that reveal came, I was like, ah, everything I, makes sense. Like, I think he initially says he wants, like, information about the Kyore clan mm-hmm. or something like that, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, nah, that's not actually what I was here for. <laughs> LOL. That's a lie. And so, like, oh, um, all right. And it makes sense that, like, he would recognize Yagami at the beginning. Right. Like, when he was in his, like, dumb mask. Um, doing mom's dead parkour. Mom's dead parkour burglar burglary. Or sister's dead parkour. Burglary. Um, Hard but yeah, you know one one or the other. Um, but but I did think that something was up when he like reacted so strongly to the panties, man. Um, because yeah. he just like lost it. I'm like, whoa. Easy there. Back up, buddy. Yo, you're gonna make the our our delightful arcade man who is hosting us while we interrogate this man in his underpants. You're, you're gonna make this floor dirtier than it already is if you if you end up punching him or something. Like, mm-hmm. come on, he's being a, a a gracious host in his arcade. He ended up being one of my favorite characters, actually. That 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 weird guy in the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he just keeps begrudgingly <laughs> having to join up with you, and just like by the end of it, he's just like, "All right, we're all pals. <laughs> I'm so part of the crew." Funny. It's so funny. Oh, Max. <laughs> he just stepped on the laptop. I'm sorry. Um, are you still here? Yes. Okay, good. Um, Max, don't step on laptops. Yeah, he he just goes for like, no. No, why are you here? Why are you in my arcade? I don't want anything to do with you. Kaito, go away. Go away. No. And, like, he just keeps having to do that. And, like, sometimes we just show up and they're just like, oh, God, you guys are back. Why are you back? Why are you here? Until finally he's just like, all right, cool. I'm part of the gang. Let's mm-hmm. fight. Yep. I was like, I love this guy. Like, he was genuinely one of my favorites. He was a good dude. He got beat up a lot. He did. 
He wore his like stupid glasses. It was awesome. What a what a dude. But yeah, so that one wasn't as shocking to me as the mole one because I knew something was up with him, but yeah. it was still like I, I didn't expect it to be that. Right. I, I didn't expect that to be the answer. Right. I do like how the one prosecutor guy who's always been kind of crappy to us joins up with us like a BD is like, yeah, okay. These people are yeah. being bad. Let's do this. It's it's a very Ace Attorney kind of mild twist there. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, we're going to work together and force these people to tell the truth here. Mm-hmm. It really did feel like an Ace Attorney thing because once, once you actually like tell him what's going on, convince him, he's like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Well, I I guess I got to help you now. Mm-hmm. But don't tell anybody because we got to keep this under wraps, you know? Yep. Okay. It's like, all right, all right. Um, it reminded me more of like, um, what's his name? Gavin from, uh, um, Apollo Justice. Mm-hmm. It reminded me more of that than like a, a Edgeworth type thing because Gavin by like in every single one of those trials, once he realizes like, once he starts getting to the truth, he's still like pushing you, but. He's like, yeah, no, we, we got to get to the right solution here. Right. Um, yeah, this dude's like, yeah, you know, I can't be seen in this office, but uh, I got to help you. Or like the, the one time in the trial, he's like, oh, yeah, it was just really compelling what he was saying. <laughs> I was really enjoying listening here. I was, I was liking that. He's <laughs> like, you nerd. Um, <laughs> it was great. Yes. Uh one of the other twists, I think, near the end of the game that I enjoyed was when you find when when the raincoat killer shows up at like after you get out of the the arcade or the mm-hmm. not arcade of of Koi Bride, and you're like, who in the heck is this? Yeah. And then it cuts to the trial, so you don't know yet. But then it wraps back around to you. You learn that it's Hamra coming to help you out. Yeah, because I was like, oh no, it's Matt Mercer again. Why is mm-hmm. Matt Mercer here? It was not Matt Mercer. Hmm. Hamara in a mm-hmm. raincoat. There are two raincoats. Which I think is interesting because, like, essentially it's just an enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. But I think as well, like, him watching Matsugane die in front of him and Matsugane, like, dying for him. Yep. Made it so he's like, A, I have to, like, go into hiding so I don't die. B, yeah. those guys. <laughs> if I could do whatever I can, I will make sure they all go down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's a lot of it. Is it like when he saw him die in front of him, and it, it, he died for him? He's just like, no, all right, mm-hmm. I have no loyalty to you guys now. Even to the point that he's just like, all right, well, he's dead. Cool. Matt Mercer was the killer. Just yeah. so you know. All right, I'm out. Bye. It's like he's like he's at that point where he's like, Yagami's my only choice, my only option here. Yeah. I need to go to him to to get this settled and get it right. Which like yeah. it's I think it's even more wild that like he gives him the information obviously of like the the voicemails and everything, the conversations that tie Ichinose to Hamura and everything to really blow open the case. Yes. But he comes in and testifies. Yeah, he comes in and testifies. He just walks up and is like, Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's me. That's him. Yep. Which is wild because like he starts out as like the villain of the game. Mm-hmm. And I still don't think he's a good dude, but like no, but like he he really wanted, to, I think, just to do this to. 
He just get, wanted all of them to go down. He wanted all of them to go down and also get revenge for Matsugane. And he, I think he also realized, like, yeah, Yagami's also in that same boat. So yeah, like he why saw, not help like, each other here? For one, like, Matsugane definitely cared about Yagami. So mm-hmm. he, I think he had enough respect that he's like, all right, you know, he saw something in you. I, I got to help you out. I can't just let this all go yeah. to waste. So I thought that was a real interesting reveal. The way they also like set it up, I think, is really good. To where like, it was really good. You, know, you see the thing, and you see Yagami react, and it cuts to the trial. And then once you get to that part of the trial where he's like, "All right, I got this evidence," and it cuts back, and it's like, "Who's giving you the evidence?" And he's like, "Oh crap, it's Hamura." It was so well done, mm-hmm. and I also love that. Um, as you know, say it's like, you know, you've been saying a lot of things here. You've been saying a lot, but where is the evidence? Yagami's like, "Oh, I got it." No worries. <laughs> all right, let me show you. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> it was good. It was very good. And then, like, the last real twist is, like, at the very end of the game. At the very end. Where after you beat up Kuroiwa. Twice. Um, twice. And he gets shot the by the cops. Dude, they just don't stop. No, they they are making sure that man's down. I mean, he is a like a a definite murderer, and he has yes. murdered a lot of people in his way just to this to this place where they're fighting. So I guess they're True. like, yeah, we got to put this guy down, down. God, they fired so many shots into him, and he was still alive somehow. Yep. They missed all the vital organs. He just got full of holes. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, you, you see the thing where Shono, he's like, I'm going to inject myself with 89. It's complete. I did it. Yay. <laughs> and then he does it and he's like, oh, no, I made a mistake. I made a huge mistake. I also like the juxtaposition here of, um, was it was it Keto mm-hmm. doing the testimony? He's like, yeah, he he told me like it's it's a failure. It's over. It's done. Like that toxin like, is, is in you. It's you're done. Yeah. You'll die a grim death. Yeah, like that that disposition of that happening, like while he's like, Yeah, I I did it, I finally got it and injecting himself I was like, This is really well done. Mm-hmm. And then you get the final reveal of like yep. why all of those people had their eyes gouged out is because their eyes turned like this blue hue or whatever. And if people had seen that, they would realize, Oh, something's real weird here. We're gonna do autopsies on their bodies and figure out what's in, in their bodies to make them do this. Mm-hmm. And if all of that had happened, they would have the human experiments would have all been found out. Yep. So like it's interesting how like that all just ties back around to where like, you know, by that point you probably already forgot about like, oh the the eyes being gouged out and all that. And it's the like, only reason oh, I really right. didn't is because at one point, um, Kroiwa like says like I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna gouge your eyes out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do you just have a thing for that, buddy? Like, is you've got some weird habits. Yeah. Um, and I think that that might have been why that dialogue was there was just to kind of like throw you off for a bit. Also, just remind you that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but man, the way that they like actually showed Shono's eyes after and like how creepy they look, I was like, Jesus Christ! And it was super well done. Mm-hmm. Now I know why they don't have eyeballs. Mm-hmm. I think I think as well like that whole like last fight and just like that whole setting up for that last fight is just really well done in terms of like atmosphere because like a thunderstorm rolls in it's like just storming as you're fighting Kuroiwa the windows are broken out the windows are broken out lightning just keeps striking here and there and like makes it just feel very sinister 
Like, it's also, all the, really that well like done. sky bridge is on fire outside. Mm-hmm. You have a concussion, maybe. <laughs> you get a concussion. <laughs> See ghosts. We never it, really get an explanation on that, though. Building's haunted. Building's haunted because even even uh. Figuera. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I just heard my sister. Mm-hmm. And maybe they both had concussions. Maybe I mean he did get flung too, but Yagami's like, oh yeah, I'll explain that later. I'm like, you're gonna explain the ghosts? <laughs> just kidding, I'm not. <laughs> no, okay, cool, I guess. Yay, we have concussions. Oh. Speaking of concussions. Max, are you okay? Huh? He just ran head first into the wall. Speaking of concussions. Hi, buddy. Oh, my God. Why is my cat like this? He's, he's a weird dude. He is a weird dude. But he yeah, loves like, to get concussions on the podcast. He really does. Um, but yeah, all those twists were super well done and I really, really enjoyed it. Especially yeah. the ones that had like the, 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 like, so the Matt Mercer one was crazy, but like mm-hmm. the, the juxtaposition ones at the end with like the, um, Hamura and, um, Kido saying like, it's a failure. Like those two in the courtroom were really, really, really well done just narratively. Yeah. But yeah, the Matt Mercer one's like, what? What? I just thought you were a butthead. <laughs> I mean, oh, you are a butthead, but you're a I'm murdering an even bigger butthead. butthead. <laughs> you're murdering butthead. Who apparently just really likes to murder. Messed up. Heck. Yeah. The, the twist just kept coming. And they don't stop coming. I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do it as soon as I said it. <laughs> Amazing. Good twists. Very good twists. Very, very good twists. I, I, I was very pleased by them. Did uh, did any of them hit you different playing it again? I mean, it feels like they're good. I don't think they really had like the same, like just like, oh my god, like, when I first played through it, I think the only thing that was really interesting was that one thing we talked about where like the previous on where like it very clearly points out like, Hey, this is this, this is this. But if you don't know, you don't know. But if you've played through before, you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. I got ya. Gotcha. Man. Man. Oh man. Man. Um, oh man. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about in terms of this game or the story or anything with regards to the video game, Judgment, Judge Eyes, Jujis? Um, I can't think of anything. Not top of my head, anyway. All right. Um, like we said earlier, Lost Judgment comes out literally in a couple days, um, which is very exciting. The sequel to Judgment, get to go to Kamurocho and Yokohama, mm-hmm. both simultaneously. You get to go to a high school, apparently, get to hang out with a dog. There's new quests. There's a bunch of new just side activities. You get to play a master system in your office. Yay! Which is real wild. Which I get, better which than it, the pinball? 
Which is just like the actual games because they have save states and stuff like that. Amazing. Just real wild. And also Sonic the Fighters is in it. So that's a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it seems like they've, from the demo I played, they've done some quality of life stuff for some of the gameplay. Like some of the tailing stuff is a little bit better mm-hmm. in terms of like what you can do in it. And just there's new skills that seem to be real interesting. And I am very looking, very much looking forward to playing that game. I'm, I'm looking forward to you playing that game and me experiencing yes. it. I also like how the way they kind of announced this game, which was just like they announced it in May and then were like, hey, it's coming out in September. Yeah. Which That's I think, legit. honestly, more game companies should just do. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> It'd be like a couple months out. Hey, this game's coming out in a couple months. You don't have to be like, oh, we're making a game. And then five years later, be like, hey, we're still making that game. Looking at you, Bayonetta. And 30 other games, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm a... Very much looking forward to playing Lost Judgment. And then we will talk about it, you know, when we uh, get through it all. Mm-hmm. Yes. With a normal episode and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like I said, it'll be uh, just a regular episode instead of an Al Experiences episode. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun, though. I'm so all caught go. up now. You're all caught up. Welcome to being in all, knowing all of the Yakuza series now at this point, essentially. Yay! I feel so intelligent now. Mm-hmm. I'm all caught up, and I am better for it. And it's also convenient. Is it convenient? Maybe that's not the right word. It's also amazing that the same day that we are doing the the ending of Al experiences Yakuza, that my Yakuza hoodie arrives. It's a really good coincidence. So there you go, coincidence. That's the word I'm looking for. It was it was good. I'm glad that it showed up today. I'm gonna wear it when it's not ninety degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this has been a wild ride and I did not expect to like love Yakuza and Yakuza tangent related media as much as I do. Mm-hmm. What the heck have you done to me? Good things. Good things. You got me into some good media. I try my best. Good job, buddy. Good job. Yay. You deserve some applause. And now I've seen a baby being thrown. And 24-hour Cinderella. Whole host of just other stuff. Chaos, basically. And no, that, no, that's a different game. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And so I guess, uh, yeah, we'll see what... What we get hit with in Lost Judgment. Get to see more Kaito, who I I adore. I hope we get to see more of the arcade man, too. I don't think I saw him in the demo. No! But again, the demo was like very short, so... Yeah. I would assume he's back in there at some point. Either I way. So. I loved him. He was so good. Very good. That's gonna do it for this episode. So yeah, if you would like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. 
You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews, and you can watch her on Twitch at twitch.tv slash M-E-Y-D-A-L-E-N-N-A. Yay. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. And you can buy our books, One Shining Moment, a critical analysis of Love Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. And finally, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, we'll talk about something else. Something else. So look forward to something else. Mm-hmm.